and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. If you're a mom trying to show the love of Jesus to your family, but the clutter in your home keeps you overwhelmed and frustrated, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear easy step-by-step tips to declutter and create systems so you can keep your home organized and finally walk in the peace God has promised you. Need some accountability? I've got you covered there too. Join the Accountability Club, a community of like-minded mamas decluttering and systemizing our homes together. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. This is episode number eight of our ADHD series, in which I'm sharing with you some tips and strategies to help neurodiverse families. Maybe someone in your family has ADHD, maybe undiagnosed or diagnosed, but either way, it's going to help you thrive, and be better organized in your own home. Now, this is not specifically just for people with ADHD. If you are struggling to focus in this day and age, I completely relate to you. This is something, these tips are going to be something that you can apply to your home and your life as well. So don't just check out if ADHD doesn't apply to your family. Now, on today's episode, I am sharing with you four steps to train good habits and routines for someone who is struggling with their ADHD. Now, like I said, even if you or your children don't have ADHD, these are the same steps that I teach every single person, whether they are in the accountability club or they are doing one-to-one coaching with me. These are also the same steps that I use for my own family as well as for myself. So let's dive into step number one. Step number one is to set your intentions. Sometimes we're carrying around so much in our head and we want to achieve so many different goals. We want to be the best person that we can be and it can be quite overwhelming. So a couple of years ago in my planner, my paper planner that I like to use, I started breaking down my goals, my these big ideas and I started doing a yearly intention and then I broke them down into quarterly intentions and then I also do a monthly intention and this can be you can say that these are goals or habit goals so I'm just going to share with you what my intention for this entire year was to be my word for this year was intentional. (laughs) So this entire year, I want to be a more focused and more intentional person. So that was my yearly, my one year goal is to be more intentional. Now I'm going to take that big, big idea and I'm going to break it down into a quarterly goal, something I can really put my hand on and focus on and have control over. Right? So my first quarter goal was to read more. And why did I want to read more? Well, because I had a bad habit of picking up my phone and scrolling on social media and wasting a lot of time that didn't leave me feeling good about myself. So I wanted to read more books, more physical books, do more audio books. So my first goal, my first habit goal, my quarterly goal for this year was to read more books. And I will tell you that I have read over 30 books. 
paper books as well as audio books. And it has felt really good. And I've been reaping the rewards of that. I feel calmer. I feel more at peace. I don't feel so stressed, which is what social media was bringing to me. So then, you know, you have your big idea, your big yearly goal is to be what more intentional, and then you're going to break it down into quarterly habit goals. And then I like to take that a step further and break it down by the month. What is something else that maybe I don't need an entire quarter to focus on, but it's a smaller goal that I can achieve within a month. So this might be something like you want to make your bed every morning. That is a very, very simple thing that you can focus on just for one month. And if you find that you're not, you haven't achieved that and it hasn't become habit and routine for you, it's not like an afterthought, it's not automatic yet, then just repeat that goal the following month until it becomes automatic and you're doing it without thinking. You're craving it. And to not do it, you feel off, right? Okay, so the first thing to do is to set your intentions, break down your goals into micro goals and micro habits, all right? So I like to do it one per year, one per every quarter, and one per month. And write them down and repeat, repeatedly write them down every time you do your weekend reset ritual each weekend. All right, number set number two to train good habits and routines is to simplify your environment. I talk a lot about simplifying and decluttering your environment because when your environment doesn't support the life that you are trying to live, then you are basically working with your hands behind your back. All right. So how do we do this? We simplify our environment by doing the hard part of downsizing, decluttering. And then once we have created some visual and physical space, then I want you to strategically set up your environment. That might mean moving furniture around so that you can create a better flow in your house. That's what I love doing with my online client coaching clients as well as in-person clients is, you know, sometimes we get to the point where they ask me, should I rearrange the furniture? And I'm like, yes, let's rearrange the, the furniture. I actually did that with a client recently in her office. We brainstormed, okay, what lighting would be better for your videos? Um, what are you going to be looking at on the other side of your computer? Okay, this is probably how you should set up the environment in that office. And so that might mean moving some furniture around so that you could easily flow from one room to the next and complete your task a lot easier. So step number two is to do the hard part of simplifying your environment. Now, I know what happens for people who have ADHD. It's hard. You lose focus. You lose momentum. And that's why it's really important to team up with somebody who can just feed to you each and every week the micro task and the micro goals that you need to focus on. That's what I do for my, my own clients. We do a minimum of 12 weeks of coaching in the beginning of our coaching session the first week, we go through their home and they show me all the different spaces. We do a home tour and then I'm able to manage that project for them. And I say, okay, these are all the rooms we have to go through. We're going to systematically go through each of these rooms every week. I'm going to give you the micro tasks that you need to focus on for this week. Don't worry about anything else, but you know what? I love doing it this way instead of, I, I do do in-person organization and decluttering, but doing it over a long period of time, such as 12 weeks or even longer, it really helps 
the person that I'm coaching learn these skills and learn how to maintain it. I don't want to just go in, create a new space for somebody, and they haven't learned the skills of how to actually maintain it. That's what a lot of y'all are struggling with is you do these decluttering sessions, whether with other people or by yourself, and then you can't stay on top of it. And so that's why I like teaching people my systems, my methods for maintaining it. All right. So step number two is to simplify your environment based on your own personal capacity in this season of life. Step number three is to systemize the process create systems. And I like to keep my systems no more than three steps. So I've shared this before in the podcast. I have a morning routine system with my kids. I tell them to do three things. When I, when I wake them up in the morning, before they come down to breakfast, they have to do three things before they eat breakfast. Before they go to bed at night, they have to do three things before I tuck them in at bed at night. When I, when they get home from school, they have to do three things when they walk in the door. Okay. So systemize the process and a process and a system is just a set of steps. And if you keep it at three, you're going to be able to remember it and manage it a lot better. All right. So number one is system, set your intentions, simplify your environment, and then systemize the process with no more than three steps. And then the fourth step to training good habits and routines is to sustain it with accountability and rewards. And this could be getting accountability with a coach like me, or maybe with an accountability partner, like a friend who is on this journey with you. I would say not somebody who is on the exact same journey with you. Maybe somebody who's further along or is more organized or who doesn't struggle with ADHD and they're neurotypical. All right. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's your child who is a lot better at organizing than you are. Maybe it's a spouse. It can be a friend and it can be a family member, but those people, you sometimes you'll just let them down because you can. When you invest in a coach or somebody outside of your family, you are more likely to follow through because you have some skin in the game, right? And so you don't want to waste that opportunity. You don't want to waste that environment and they're more likely to hold you to it. All right. So get some accountability. Now, if you are somebody who doesn't really want to work with somebody or you don't need that kind of support, you might could get away with just using a habit tracker, like a piece of paper or a chart where you can track your habits that you've been able to keep up with it. Something that I started doing my very first habit, my intentional habit that I started doing was making sure that my sink was clear every single night. And so if I were going to do that, I would just focus on clearing my sink every night. I would make a little habit tracker, which I actually have in my reset checklist. If you don't already, if you haven't already downloaded the reset checklist, it's completely free. You can click the link below to get, get that where you can reset your home, do your, do your evening reset each and every night. And there's a habit tracker on there for you to be able to do that. All right. So think about what do you need? What kind of accountability do you need? If you have been trying charts and have been unsuccessful with them, then you might need to take it a step further and hire a coach or get a friend who is better at this than you are. All right. And reward yourself. After you've been tracking your habits for so long and you've been doing good, reward yourself. Now, I want to say reward yourself with something that is not 
tangible, bringing more clutter and more stuff back into your home, but reward yourself with maybe going and getting some coffee or going on a, um, a special outing with just yourself or maybe some friends. But think of something you're working towards so that you can be consistent with these habits and be able to celebrate after you've completed them for a certain amount of time. Now, how can we, after we have learned this, this method ourselves and we've applied it, okay, I always say, put your life mask on yourself first before you try to teach or help somebody else, right? So if we're a mom and we're, we're learning this four-step method to train our good habits, we are learning how to set our intentions, we're simplifying our environment with, by decluttering our own stuff, we're simplifying or systemizing our steps to complete tasks, and we're becoming a better organized person by doing that, and we are sustaining it with our own accountability methods. Now we can take what we have learned and we are embodying now, and now we can successfully teach and train our own children, but it always starts with ourself first. We have to become experts in this area before we can train and do somebody else, just like I'm training you right now. So how can we do that? We can go through the same four-step process with our kids as well. What do you want to teach your kids? Break it down over a 12-month period and come up with different habits that you want to teach them over those 12 months. Then you're going to simplify their environment. What are they responsible for that you want them to keep up with? You might be overwhelming them with so much stuff in their bedroom. So simplify their environment for them. Systemize the processes for the tasks that you want them to complete. Just like my morning and evening routine with my kids, I have three things that I always remind them every morning and every evening when they go to bed. All right, so think of those three step processes for your kids. And then sustain it with accountability for them. Maybe a, a chart works really good for your kids and then you can reward them after they have accomplished so many consecutive days of their accountability chart. All right, friends, I hope this helped you so much. Like I said before, if you need some help decluttering your home, setting up your environment, systemizing your processes, and sustaining everything that you have done to keep it better organized from here on out, then click the link below to start your VIP coaching with me, or you can do it in a group setting by joining the Accountability Club. All right, friends, happy Thanksgiving. If I haven't told you already, I am so thankful that you are on this journey with me. I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show. Hey friend, before you go, I wanted to tell you more about the Accountability Club. Each month, we'll tackle a new space in our homes and work together to declutter and set up systems so we can easily maintain order without getting overwhelmed. You'll get a new decluttering tutorial each month, the coaching and accountability you need to actually follow through and encouragement without judgment from other Christian moms in a safe environment. And guess what? The entire club is off of social media, so you don't have to worry about distractions the world may throw at you. Sweet friend, if you're feeling stuck in your decluttering journey, this is the place for you. Click the link below to try out the Accountability Club and start decluttering today.